0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Hallelujah. We're going to come out of Genesis 1 and 3 today. Very familiar scripture to all of us. Hallelujah. God um, uh, had me run into this teaching again. Amen. And I'm just going to share it with you. Amen. Prayerfully. Amen. As he moves through me. Amen. A different perspective. A different point of view hallelujah is given to you today by the Lord amen hallelujah glory to God so we're coming out of Genesis 1 and 3 I am reading from the King James version of the Bible hallelujah glory to God amen here we go hallelujah obviously this is the creation account but we're just reading from the third verse and it reads and God said, somebody saying, God said. God said. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. I have a question for you. Hallelujah. How did light, how was there light? Because God said so. The more literal translation is God said, let there be light and light light was or light was allowed to be because light existed before the creation of the world. Hallelujah. The world as we know it. Hallelujah. Without getting too deep into it. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, We had done. I did a message last year. Amen. This was really just the hallelujah uh, Father God, just allowing the Son to come into existence—not the S-U-N, but the S-O-N. Hallelujah, Christ. Hallelujah, letting the light, letting light, Christ's light, so shine. Hallelujah. But He said, God said, "Let there be light," and there was light. Let's look at this word "said" real quick. Amen. In the ancient Hebrew, here it is a word pronounced "amar," and it means to utter, declare or to command. So God uttered or declared or commanded the light to come into the physical universe. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints of God, God wanted me to share this message with you today because he wants us to take our prayers to the next level where we stop looking to gain victory by asking God for things that are already ours hallelujah where we are sheepishly coming before the Lord and saying maybe God can you do this or maybe God can you do that and Lord if it be thy will and I understand that point of view because we do want his will hallelujah but we need to come into an understanding that God made precious promises to us amen hallelujah hallelujah and just in the same way we don't ask God's permission to breathe but we just breathe amen automatically hallelujah we have promises and God wants us to hallelujah speak those things into existence and one of the things God has been emphasizing to me amen is hallelujah whether it be good or bad you are able to speak things into existence now obviously we want his will amen glory to God but hallelujah sometimes as preachers we qualify what we're able to and not able to speak into existence amen but God's like no if you speak it amen hallelujah it's going to come to pass many things, amen, that are happening in our lives is because we've spoken into existence, whether positive or negative. Hallelujah. Now, let me do qualify this. Hallelujah is that we cannot control other people's wills. We're talking about according to our own lives. Hallelujah. How do you know? I tried it. (laughs) Hallelujah. I tried it, amen, with my students. Amen. It doesn't work that way. They're free moral agents. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we can speak things into our lives. Amen. And while they are under our authority, we can speak things into our children's lives. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So with that in mind, amen. Next slide, please. Our title today is Faith Must Be Spoken. Faith must be spoken. We could say we have faith, but then we must release that faith into the atmosphere faith must be spoken hallelujah we're going to look at some examples of that we already did with god hallelujah god faith flows from god but Hallelujah, he spoke what flowed from him the faith that came from him and light came into existence and ultimately the whole universe amen hallelujah glory to god there was a nothingness and god spoke it into existence hallelujah Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, we say things like we're so old, or I can't do this, or I'm not smart, hallelujah. You know, I'm around young people all the time, and I hear the things they say, and then I see the results of their words, hallelujah, coming to pass or manifesting in their lives. My God, oh, I'm nothing, or I, I, nobody likes me. All these things we speak, and we experience the results of what we say. Well, sometimes, amen, and, I'll, and I'll, be a, I'll, I'll be the first to admit, sometimes we waver and sometimes we say wonderful things one moment and we say things that are not so wonderful the next. And James told us a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Sometimes we're speaking instability into our lives. My God. But faith must be spoken. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Faith must be spoken. With that in mind, join me as I pray. Hallelujah. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for every soul gathered here. We thank you for the souls gathered online today as well. Hallelujah. We thank you for those that weren't able to make it here today, Lord God. Whether online or in person, continue to bless them, Lord God. Hallelujah. In the due time of due season, draw them back. Hallelujah. Glory to God that they might hallelujah not neglect this assembling uh, of themselves with the saints that we might move on and grow on hallelujah and continue to share the gospel have your way in us and through us. Hallelujah, like never before. Nourish us, Lord God. This task you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Nourish your people today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. Faith must be spoken. Once again, you cannot control somebody else's will. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's a mistake. Amen. I've made. Amen. And many have made. You cannot control somebody's will, but you can speak into your own life. Faith must be spoken. Next slide, please. You know that God trusted Adam's speech? God trusted Adam. How did God trust Adam? Now, this is obviously before the fall. eh, Hallelujah. So we're going to turn. Amen. Next slide. Genesis 2, 18 and 19. All right. Second chapter of the Bible. God trusted what Adam had to say. How did God do that? All right. Hallelujah. It says, and the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. Let me stop here for a second. I don't want to get too deep in the woods here, but the ancient Hebrews believed that uh, the being that God made had both masculine and feminine aspects. uh, To take it a step further, that the being that God created was a hermaphrodite. And this being that had both feminine and masculine aspects aspects to it and, and, and genitalia could not continue the human race so here God said it's not good that man should be alone so he eventually created a woman amen hallelujah Lord of God to go along with the man amen and that's a doctrine I'll leave it there hallelujah and God said it's not good that a man should be alone I will make him I will make him I will make him, it's not we making ourselves, a helpmeet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. God did not call the animals anything. He did not name the animals anything. He trusted Adam to do it. Adam spoke the animals' names into existence and whatever whatsoever Adam called every creature that was the name thereof Adam named the creatures and through my studies amen hallelujah he named the creatures according to their characteristics you know in the Hebrew and I don't have the word right here offhand hallelujah but the the name that Adam chose for dog means big heart We know that dogs have big hearts. We call a man's best friend, a woman's best friend. Amen. They have a big heart. Amen. Adam recognized that and called the dog the Hebrew name that it is. Amen. I'll buy it for you next time. I'll look it up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. This word call, amen. We're going to look at this Hebrew word behind called, "call," and called. They're the same word. It's a Hebrew word, "kara." And it means to proclaim. So Adam proclaimed or he announced officially or publicly he declared something one considers important with due emphasis. Hallelujah. He declared officially or publicly to be that these animals would be, hallelujah, what he determined they were based on his observation of their characteristics and their behavior. So God trusted Adam to speak the animals' names into existence. Hallelujah. God trusted Adam. God trusted the first man to speak things. It's a pattern here. And in Christ, when we have a knowledge of who we are and whose we are and what authority we have and what authority we don't have, he trusts us to speak faith. Into being. Sp- faith must be spoken. Faith must be spoken. Well, I'm just going to keep it to myself. Oh, I dare not say that. No, faith must be spoken. Hallelujah. Isn't it amazing that an almighty God can trust a man? He trusted Adam. And guess what? He's not a respective person. He has the ability to trust you and I as well. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Saints, there was a day in history like no other. And I'm not talking about the cross right here. But there was a day like no other that occurred. We're talking about s- Faith Must Be Spoken today. That's our title Faith Must Be Spoken. All right. Next slide, please. Let's look into Joshua 10, Verse starting at verse 12. Amen. We know the book of Joshua is about the children of Israel's conquest of the promised land. Now, let me say this real quick for those of us who uh, are struggling with how could God allow one people to destroy another people. Now, remember, these people in, in the land of Canaan were the descendants of the angel human marriages. So they were people that weren't types I I don't even know if you can call them people. They were beings that really were not intended to be on the earth. So it's not like God had them killing uh, innocent women and children and men. Hallelujah. These were beings that really weren't supposed to be. And some surmise that once these beings died amen, that their Disembodied spirits are the demons that we deal with today. I got a little deep into the water there. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. We're in the book of Joshua now. We're talking about faith must be spoken. All right. Let's see. Uh, Joshua was the new leader. He took over from Moses. Amen. To lead this second generation of the Israelites, including Caleb. Amen. Into the promised land. Let's see what happened with Joshua here. It says, Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. Don't confuse the Amorites with the Ammonites. The two different people. Amorites. Hallelujah. Before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son... Stand thou still upon Gibeon. No, we didn't. Did Joshua actually speak to the son? Now, this is where we get into, is is the Bible a fairy tale? Is it just a myth? Is it just some... Story that some guy or some lady came up with and just put into the book. You know, the Bible's the most scrutinized book in the history of the world, and it stood the test of time. So, if we are Bible believers and we believe the words that are in this book, and we don't see this as some type of figurative speech, Joshua spoke to the sun, and the sun stood still. Now, I'm going to get myself in trouble once again. Is <laughs> it the earth revolving around the sun and not the sun around the earth? How did the sun stand still? I'll, I'll leave that with you. Does the Bible call the earth a globe? So here we're saying the sun is moving and not the earth. Hmm, don't want to get too deep into that one either. But the sun stood still at Joshua's word. Stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed at the word of Joshua. Joshua. Hallelujah. The name Joshua is the same name that we call Jesus in Hebrew. Yeshua. Moses, who represents the law, couldn't get the children of Israel into the promised land, but Yeshua could. Joshua. Hallelujah, glory to God. the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies, is it not written in the book of Joshua? Hallelujah. That's an extra biblical book. Hallelujah. So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down. It's talking about the sun going down. I noticed some scholars who kind of uh, think that they that were speaking in some kind of figurative language here. Hallelujah. I take it literal. The sun did, did not, hasted not to go down about a whole day. Next verse, please. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of man. The Lord hearkened unto the voice of an ordinary man. For the Lord fought for Israel. We know you always hear me say this, God's not a respective person. If he will listen to Joshua, he'll listen to you and I. Now, no, we're not trying to make the the sun stand still and the moon stand still right now. There's no need for it right now. You're just not going to do it just to do it. There was a purpose behind this. Ultimately, the purpose was to lead to Christ. There's no land of Israel. Where, where does Christ come to? Hallelujah. Ultimately, defeat these, uh, these half angel, half uh, human being uh, entities, these beings. Hallelujah. But the key here is that the Lord hearken unto the voice of a man. God will hearken unto our voices. When we speak faith. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope you grasp the gravity of what I'm saying to you today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When we say I've been I'm poor. Yeah, yeah, you are poor. You just said it. I'm old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are old. Because you just said it. I'm ugly. Yeah, you are ugly because you said it. You believed it. You spoke it. Well, I ain't nobody. Yeah, you are nobody because you spoke it. Let's turn that around. I am somebody. I am wealthy. I am beautiful. I am handsome. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got to stop letting the negative words of others, amen, hallelujah, manifest in our lives. Because really they have no right, the, the haters have no right to speak into your life. And we, especially as Christians, we don't, need to, we don't need to listen to it. We don't even need to entertain it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh God. There were words spoken against this church. <laughs> we can believe them and embrace them or we can speak what... God is showing us by faith into existence. I plan on doing that at the end of service. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to focus in on, though, that the Lord hearken unto the voice of a man. Hallelujah. And he'll listen to you as well. He listened to Adam. He'll listen to Joshua. He'll listen to you. Next slide, please. Speak words of healing. Saints. If you don't hear anything else I say today, stop asking God to heal you. What? Stop asking God to heal me. No, start speaking your healing into existence. Asking God to heal you is an ineffective prayer. It's, it's the prayer he'd answered where we newly got saved. We were babes in Christ, and through his grace, he would would answer that. But we're at a place, amen, where we shouldn't be asking God to heal us. You need to be speaking that thing into existence. What am I talking about? Next slide, please. Matthew 8, 2 to 3. Now, if you're a babe in Christ and you're joining us, amen, yes, ask him, amen, hallelujah. But if you want to go to the next level, amen, you're declaring it, you're decreeing it, amen, Hallelujah. This is an instance, amen, where uh, a leper came to Jesus, amen, hallelujah, and this is Jesus' response, Matthew 8, 2 through 3, and it reads, And behold, there came a leper, hallelujah, and leprosy was a skin disease, it was a highly contagious skin disease, all right, that was around during the ancient world here. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him. So, hallelujah, he worshipped Jesus. He recognized Jesus as Lord. Hallelujah, you wouldn't worship anybody unless they were Lord. Saying, Lord, and then he says, Lord, hallelujah, if thou wilt. So this, this is, you know, this is kind of a baby prayer here. If thou wilt. He wasn't sure if God, if the Lord was willing to heal him. This child of Abraham, this Jew. This descendant of the father of many nations wasn't sure if God was willing to heal him. And unfortunately, many of us as modern day Christians, we're not sure if God is willing to heal us. We come to church, we praise him, we dance, but I'm still not sure if God wants to heal me. Maybe I did something that was preventing my healing. Not understanding the cross. That he paid for all our sins. And no sin can block us from being healed. Hallelujah. He said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. So he knew he was able, he he had the ability to heal him, but he wasn't sure if he was willing. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. I'm here to tell you today that God is willing to heal you. Always. And then he said, be thou clean. Be thou clean. Jesus spoke it. He spoke the faith that flowed from him forth. Be thou clean. Now him being Jesus, he doesn't need to say in Jesus' name. Uh, He just is. We need to use his name. And he said, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. You know, when I go to hospitals now to pray for people, I don't say, Father God, please, in the name of Jesus, heal them. No, I say, be healed in Jesus' name. Be whole in the matchless name of Jesus. Or get up in Jesus' name. Or often I ask people for the person's name you, they want me to pray for. Amen. If it's a distance prayer. And I'll speak out that person's name and I'll say, Be healed in Jesus' name. Well, brother, Pastor, you're a little arrogant with that. Are you sure? I'm sure because Jesus was sure. Stop asking for God to heal you or heal somebody. Declare it. He's willing. He's willing. He came to heal the sick, raise the dead, bind up the brokenhearted. He's willing. This is the heart of God. He's willing. Hallelujah. Let me say this though. My uncle passed away in 2018. And he and I had many, many talks. And he just couldn't get to the point where he believed that God wanted to heal him. He kept bringing up things like, I don't know, and you know, is God really gonna do this? He 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 wasn't familiar with the ways of God. And like I told us earlier, amen, hallelujah, we can't overcome somebody's will with our words. And to be quite honest with you, I think he got a little glimpse of heaven and wanted to go. Hallelujah. So despite all this, Amen, hallelujah, somebody's gotta be willing. And this leper was willing. He wanted to be healed. Amen. There are people that we'll come in contact with that just can't grasp the goodness of God. Just can't embrace it fully. They know God is good, but they don't know that he's willing. And no matter what we say to them, unless they embrace it and have a full personal revelation of it, hallelujah, then there are healings between them and God. Just like our healings between us and God. Amen. Just to make that clear. Amen. Because that's real. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to our next slide, please. Speak the words of life. Speak the words of life. I know I've spoken death too many times in my own life. I've given up too easily in my own life. I've thrown in a towel too many times in my own life. Matter of fact, God revealed to me several months ago that I was a quitter. That he showed me a pattern of quitting, of giving up. When things got hard, I, j- I just quit. I didn't know that about myself, but as I looked at what he was showing me and the pattern. And, and listen, saints, when God shows you something about you to, to correct you, it's, it's not to destroy you. It's that you might become better. Right. And, and, and sometimes we go into this defensive mode where we, you know, and I did. I was trying to say, no, God, I'm not. I was, I, was, I was trying to defend myself instead of embracing his truth. That there was a pattern of quitting in me and I had to receive it from God and understand, hallelujah, uh, that I needed to stop doing those things. I need to counteract those things. And one of the ways to do it is to speak words of life. All right. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So next slide, please. We're going to go to John 11 and 41. Another instance with Jesus. Amen. This is Jesus with Lazarus, ob- obviously. All right. So John 11:41 41 reads, And th- then they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, Lazarus was placed in a stone tomb. Stone often represents the law. The letter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. <laughs> he died in the law. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank, you, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. All right. And I knew that thou hearest me always. Do you know that God hears you always? Do you have that same confidence that Jesus has? Hallelujah. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they might believe that thou hast sent me. Hallelujah. So he was saying some things for the benefit of the listeners around him. He knows God hears him. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 45 says then many of the Jews which came to Mary holiday Mary's the, uh, the sister of Lazarus and had seen these the, seen the things which Jesus did believed on him but some of them went their way to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done Next slide please verse 43 and when he thus had spoken when he when when he thus had spoken when he thus Had spoken. Once again, he's about to speak by faith. Faith that flowed from him. He's the source of faith. He cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth. Now the funny thing about this is he had to be specific. He said, Lazarus, come forth. Because if he just said, come forth, Whole bunch of folks would have ra- ro- arose from the dead. You had to be specific. Bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus said unto him, Under them, Loose him and let him go. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. He spoke. Lazarus. He he released faith that Lazarus might come back alive. Now, Lazarus didn't live forever after that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. He did die another physical death. Amen. But he is in heaven now. Hallelujah. With eternal life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know that, you know, as wonderful and powerful as a miracle this was, that the religious leaders of the day wanted to kill Jesus and Lazarus. The sad part is when we're really flowing with God and we're, we're speaking forth by faith and the miracles are taking place and happening, amen, everybody's not going to be happy about it. You know, I used to wish if, 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 if God could just make himself manifested amongst everybody and everybody could believe that they'll get saved, Now a lot of people will. But there's some that are threatened that it's going to take away my position, it's going to take away my money, it's going to mess with my life. I'd rather not have God manifest himself. And secretly I believe there is a God, but I like my life here on earth apart from God. There are people out there like that. And the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the religious leaders, the Sanhedrin were like that. Sanhedrin was the religious leadership of the Jews of the day. They were the governing religious leadership. Jesus spoke life. Another place he said, my words are spirit and they are life. We got to speak life to our circumstances, to our situations. Hallelujah. And continue to speak it, amen, until it comes to pass. Hallelujah. You know, God had to go through so much convincing of me to get me to start this church. I I had so much negativity. Lord, I don't want to start a church from the ground up. Lord, who's going to follow? Who's going to join the church? I don't have that type of personality. Lord, I don't have ability to draw people. Look, I ca- kept telling him reasons why I could not. I was speaking death. Lord, there's so many churches in Amityville already. Lord, why are you having me name it this name? It's so similar to my former church. Why this? Why that? Negativity. Death. Negativity. After negativity. Holiday. But thank God for his grace. We're here anyway. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. I did step out on faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we're going to be all, we're going to do all that he has us to do, despite what our five senses tell us. We walk by faith and not by sight. Unfortunately, that's not always the case, even with me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Gotta walk by faith and not by sight. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. The power of death and life we have the power of death and life whether we believe it or not we don't believe it we're we're mostly speaking death next slide please proverbs 18 21 very familiar scripture i'm reading from the amplified version however and it reads death this is the words of solomon death and life are in the power of the tongue where is death and life in the power of the tongue Oh, I'll never go to that college. I'll never get this job. I'll never live in that neighborhood. I'll never get married. I'll never be happy. Will you break up with your boyfriend and girlfriend? I'll never love again. Guess what? That was me. I had a situation before my wife. I was like, ah, that's it. I'm going to be a hermit. Go live in the woods somewhere and just pray to Jesus. Be by myself. I'm really serious when I say this. this is, these were my thoughts. And these are the things I said to myself. I'm done with love. There'd be no Cheyenne, Asa, or Raven if I followed through on that. My God, aren't you glad I didn't go to the forest? <laughs> so that you're here. hallelujah glory to God thank you Jesus anyway I thought of a joke but it's not appropriate anyway (laughs) not appropriate amen death and life are in our tongue hallelujah and those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. The the wisest man that ever lived other than Jesus says we will eat or bear the consequences of our own words. I don't know about you, but I've not only spoken deaf, I've said a lot of hurtful words over the years. Lord help me. Lord help me that I might Always speak life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. The teachings of Jesus. What does Jesus teach us about speaking by faith? what is what is, what, what, what is that faith must be spoken? What does he teach us? We saw uh, some examples with him raising Lazarus. You know, we, 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 we saw that. Hallelujah. We saw an example with him healing the leper. Amen. But what does D- Jesus teach about that, faith must be spoken. We're next slide, please. We're coming out of Mark 11 and 23 to 24. We read this a few weeks ago, but we're going to go over it again and we have another scripture after this. Hallelujah! Glory to God! So, this he had he had spo- he had cursed the fig tree. Fig tree represented the self righteousness of the Jewish nation. He cursed it, why? Because self righteousness cannot get you to heaven, or religion can't get you to heaven, it's through the sun. Being punished for our sins. So self-righteousness is a way of saying I don't need Jesus. I don't need the cross. I just need me. I'm just doing me. Which is not. Which is every religion in the world. Is saying I don't need a savior. I don't need blood to cover my sins. I can just act righteously. Those are the other religions of the world. And unfortunately that is within Christian, Christian circles. I don't need Jesus. I could just live holy on my own. That's why he cursed the fig tree. All right? But this is after the events of the fig tree. Amen. And he says his response to the disciples, uh, they couldn't believe what he did and what happened. He says, Truly I tell you, whosoever. He didn't say, Truly I tell you, only the Jews, or Truly I tell you, only the Christians. He said, Whosoever says to this mountain, we know a mountain's a big obstacle, it's a big thing spoke to you a few weeks ago that um, the highest mountain in the world is six miles high. Something big. Be lifted up and thrown into the sea. Whatever that obstacle is in your life, no matter how big it is, and there's pretty much not too many things bigger than a mountain. Be. Lifted up. These are the words of Jesus. These words are in red. These are not the words of Robert Brown. These are the teachings of Jesus. Whoever says to this mountain, be thou lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt. That's our part. At all in his heart, where do we fall? Where we doubt in our heart. It doesn't happen the very next day we start to doubt. But takes to the next level. Doesn't happen in 10 years. We start to doubt. Why are you saying 10 years? Same thing happened to Abraham. Didn't happen in 10 years. Let me take, hallelujah, uh, him and his wife came up with the plan. Amen. Take Sarah's uh, handmaid. Not understanding that 10 is God's ordinal number of completion. We know God's 7 is completion, but 10 is the ordinal, or like the the... the that God was about to give him a son through Sarah after year 10. But instead of continuing to believe God, or in year 10, instead of continuing to believe God, he went, by, he went and did something through the flesh. You know, we do that all the time. God tells us something, doesn't happen when we want it. And then we, we, we result to going to the flesh. We've all done it. I've done it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says. Do you believe what you say? Will take place. It will be done for him. Obviously, the Bible is written in a masculine voice. Hallelujah. But this applies to all the, the sons and daughters of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe, trust, and be confident that it is granted to you, and you will get it. It's the teaching of Jesus. These are, not, these are not my words. We can receive these, or we can't. I always struggle with this scripture. Like, eh, you know, I'd put qualifiers on it. Ah, you know, it's got to, A, it's got to be within his will. And you know, that was Jesus. You know, I'm not Jesus. But guess what? The Spirit of Christ lives in me. The Spirit of Christ lives in you. Speak to that mountain. Speak to that mountain. Stop asking God to do it. He gave you authority. Here Jesus is teaching you. Speak to that disease. Speak to that female issue. Speak over your family. Speak to your work situation. Speak over your finances. I'm going to speak over this church. We are a successful church. We will increase, we will grow, we will prosper as a church, we will spread the gospel, we will be, hallelujah, all that God wants us to be. We shall win Amneville to Christ in Jesus' name. We shall build an edifice to God's glory, to house more, hallelujah, to, to learn about their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We shall impact not only this community, but the greater Nassau, Suffolk, Hallelujah, area and, 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 and New York State, the eastern region, the eastern seaboard of the United States. I'm speaking it into existence. Hallelujah, not for my glory, but for his glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Despite what my five senses are telling me. am speaking it. I'm believing it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I think we lost our slide here. Give me a second. Glory to God. Give me one second online, folks. I want to take care of the folks in house. I hit the wrong button. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All right, we're back. Hallelujah. Amen. Next slide, please. Luke 17, 5 and 6. Reading from the Amplified Version. This is another teaching of Jesus. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. Increase our faith. Anybody ever been to the place where you said, Lord, you got to increase my faith. Oh, Lord, help me increase my faith. I just don't, I just don't believe you. I need more faith. And Jesus' response, uh, uh, he said, they say, increase our faith. That trust and confidence that springs from our belief in God. And the Lord answered, he said, if you had faith, trust, and confidence, God, even so small like a grain of a mustard seed, which we have all heard before in different sermons, that a mustard seed is one of the smallest seeds there is. So in other words, He saying, you don't have to increase your faith. Even if you had faith the size of a mustard seed. So it's not in the increase my faith, amen, hallelujah, it's even small faith. How small amount of faith. You could say to the mulberry tree, which is a tree with deep roots. Be pulled up by the roots and be planted into the sea and it would obey you. In other words, it doesn't take a whole lot of faith, but it takes a faith that is steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, hallelujah, that can speak to a tree with deep roots and commanded to be plucked up and planted into the sea. These are the teachings of Jesus. He said, you could say, you could say to the mulberry tree. His teaching on faith must be spoken. We all start off rah, rah. Oh, we're going to speak by faith. Then something happens in the natural. And we change our tune. I'm saying we because I'm human like you. It must not have looked good for Jesus when he's hanging on the cross. Well, maybe I didn't, maybe I didn't do the right thing. He never, he never got there. He knew that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That his God was faithful. Hallelujah. Now, the human part of him, the human nature said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He was human like us. Hallelujah. But the God part in him... God nature. He was a God man. He had dual natures, divine nature and a human nature. Gave up his spirit unto the to his father. Amen. And because he died, we all can live. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We must speak faith forth. Faith must be spoken. I'm going to say this for a third time. Stop asking God for things. Start declaring them. This is what's taught by our Lord and Savior. This is what He's saying. This is what He did. Joshua spoke to the sun and the moon. Adam declared what the animal's name should be. And God waited by and, and, and waited and listened for Him to do it. with our last subject today next slide we can confess eternal life and this is particularly for those of you who don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior hallelujah where did Paul speak to us next slide please Romans 10 9 and 10 and Paul writes a a book really chock full of doctrine or teachings about Christ and the ways of Christ, and here particularly the way of salvation. He says that thou shalt confess with thy mouth. You know how did we get eternal life with our mouth? And how does the person who doesn't know Jesus come to eternal life with their mouth? Had nothing to do with their actions. Unless you call speaking an action, okay, I could, yes, but I'm not, not with your religious actions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's with your mouth that if, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead. That's another key point. We've got to believe that God raised him from the dead. Otherwise, there is no Christianity. Thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness. How do we get into the, how do we get righteousness? We believe into it and receive it. And with the mouth, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. How do we get salvation? Through our mouth. If you're saved and you're in the room, you have eternal life through your mouth. The heart's involved as well. The abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. But your mouth is involved for salvation, eternal life, and righteousness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Saints, I believe this is God. I want to challenge you to start speaking things into existence. Speak your faith out Hallelujah. That which in faith is something that's birthed from God in you. All right. So I'm not talking about wild stuff. I'm talking about whatever God's birthed in you. Faith is birthed in you. Pistis. We've we spoke about this many times. It's, it's God birthed in you. Whatever God has birthed in you, speak it out every day till it comes to pass. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I don't, I'm not expecting this to go to the grocery store and just start screaming loud and wild and stuff like that. Don't cast your pearls to swine. But speak it out in the privacy of your prayer closet. Your prayer closet could be your car, your, your, a room in your house, your backyard, whatever. Hallelujah. Speak out what God has birthed in you. Let's do understand we can't control other people. He's not giving us that authority. Other people are free moral agents like ourselves. However, if, if, if a situation like with my children, I can speak over their lives like uh, Israel spoke into the lives of his 12 sons. Alright, you speaking what God birthed in him out. Hallelujah, glory to God. But ultimately, my children's lives are th- in their mouth, in their destiny. Amen. So let's stop asking God for that, which is already ours. Let's take hold of it with our mouths. Faith must be spoken. I'm done. Hallelujah. 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 Listen, you're out there and you were impacted by this message and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to ask you if you feel in your heart a faith bubbling up In you as I speak to you. And you want to be a part of the family of God. It happens from your heart. And out of your mouth. If that is you. And you want to be a part of the family of God. And you want to operate on this level. Hallelujah. Glory to God. As we are learning to operate. Amen. Please say these words with me. Say Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. Please forgive me. Of all sins. Transgressions. And iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for all my sins, past, present, and future. Thank you for saving me today. I love you in Jesus' name. And if you believe what you just said with your mouth, say amen, which means so be it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you said that prayer and you said it sincerely from your heart, I want to welcome you to the family of God. Amen. Hallelujah. You just spoke. Hallelujah. Salvation, eternal life, and righteousness, a state of righteousness into your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And that is the greatest miracle we can speak with our mouths. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. Real quick, let's... We want to do the Lord's Supper real quick so that we can get out of here. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Lord's Supper is a ceremony where we celebrate the death of Jesus. Now, you know, why should we celebrate a death? Because his death brought us life. And he did did rise from the dead. Hallelujah. So he's no longer in the grave. Even his physical body is not in the grave. They couldn't find a body. Hallelujah. The grave was empty. Hallelujah. You, Next slide, please. The Lord's Supper. Slide after that. We're going to 1 Corinthians 11, 24, 25. Amen. If you were out in the club last night, if you did something sinful last night, I don't want you to not take this. I want you to take it. Amen. But it's up to you. I can't make you do anything. Hallelujah, because Jesus died for sinful people. Amen. His death paid for our sins. So you, you really need to take this. Amen. If you were doing something, hallelujah, you know, you weren't supposed to last night. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It, 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 you know, hallelujah too. to to eat it unworthily is to eat it. in the, in the context of that scripture is that people were coming to eat uh, the Lord's Supper, which at that time was a full meal because they were hungry or they wanted to get drunk. And that is not you. Amen. Hallelujah. So, please, ma'am, please, sir, please, please, young ma'am, please, young sir, partake of the communion with us today. Amen. We're eating for the bread of life. The bread of life is Jesus. Amen. And it reads, and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the bread, which represents the broken body of Jesus Christ. Let's partake of our healing. Hallelujah. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the wine which represents the shed blood of Jesus Christ, the blood that appeased Father God's wrath. This blood gives us favor everywhere we go. God sees us through favor through the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Take me to the offering slide now. Listen, if you would like the gospel message like this, hallelujah, glory to God, we spoke our salvation into existence. Amen. Hallelujah. And hallelujah, we can speak our faith into existence, the faith that's birthed within us. Hallelujah. Lord to God. And you want more messages like this, and you want this church to be supported Hallelujah we do still live in this physical world in this fallen world system that requires money so please ma'am please sir please young ma'am please young sir we need your support at this time would ask that if God is leading you to give a certain amount that's that's between you and him that's not for me to interfere with but we need your support we strongly need your support so please make an investment make a donation. If you have the revelation about tithing and this is your church, you consider this your church, please tithe. Let's we'll give a 10% of your income, amen, which sounds a lot, but in comparison to eternal life, it is not. Hallelujah. Give an offering, amen. Please support the work that God is doing here at the Living Waters Christian Center. We are good soil. We are good soil because we lift up the name of Jesus Christ and the gospel message, amen. So we could really use your help to support the work here. The work that we want to do. The work we're doing now. Amen. Hallelujah. We know that you work hard for that which you earn. And that we don't take it lightly when you give. Amen. There are three ways that you can support us financially. Amen. The first way is to give at lwccgrace.org forward slash donation. All right. You can make a tax deductible donation there on our website. All right, It will give you an auto-generated email that confirms that you gave. And you can keep that for your tax records. Amen. So please, ma'am, please, sir, if you would be so kind, please support the Living Waters Christian Center by giving online at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. The second way you can give, if you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions, you can mail in a donation. You can mail in a check. We don't want cash sent to the mail, but you can send, mail in a check to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amneyville, New York, 11701. It is on your screen both ways or before you on your screen. Once again, if you feel uncomfortable with digital transactions, you can mail in your donation to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amneyville, New York, 11701. The third way you can give is you can come and join us in person. We are socially distanced. We have ventilation. We are still taking temperatures even in August 1st, 2021. We just want to be, we want to err on the side of safety. Amen. We are Bible-believing, tongue-talking, healing, declaring people. But hallelujah, if we're not acting with wisdom, where are we? Wisdom is the principal thing, all right? So we are operating with wisdom. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And the only reason I'm not wearing a mask is because the saints of God told me not to do it. Hallelujah. I'm double vaccinated. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And let me say this just to give you general information. 99.9% of the people who have been vaccinated will not get sick. There are people who have gotten sick with this breakthrough virus. Amen. This Delta vi- variant. But 99.9% of the people who have been vaccinated will not get sick. Now, all that being said, you getting the vaccinations is between you and God. It's not a place for me to intervene. It's between you and God. All right. That's a personal decision. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So what I'm saying is there's a 99.9% chance that Pastor Brown's not going to spread anything to the folks by taking off his mask. Amen. And after service, I put it back on. Amen so hallelujah glory to god we really need you to sow amen you can come here hallelujah and join us in person amen there have been no incidences of, uh, of a virus spread in here amen so we have a safe church amen you come and come and join us and you can sow in person amen so we have our offerings together amen hallelujah let me pray over the offerings father god we thank you for the seed we sow the donations the investments the tithes the offerings hallelujah that we sow today that we give today lord god we pray that you we we pray that you bless them lord god hallelujah in the name of jesus and we declare that we shall have some 30 fold some 60 fold some 100 fold some a million fold return on that which we sow into good ground here at living waters christian center and that we declare that hallelujah we will be blessed to be a blessing to others based on the financial donation, the seed, the, the offering, the tithe, holiday, the investment that we make today in Jesus' name. We thank you for the opportunity to give and to support the spread of the gospel, particularly here at the Living Waters Christian Center. We bless you, we thank you, we praise you. In Jesus' name, let somebody say amen. Amen. So thank you all for joining us today online. Amen. We will be back. Amen. Next week at 1130 a.m. Hallelujah. Please remember that faith must be spoken. Hallelujah. Let's stop asking God for things that are already ours that are promised in the book. Amen. And if you don't know the promises of God, Hallelujah! this is a good opportunity to get into your Bible and continue to read. Amen. And see that all that God has in store for us. Amen. Hallelujah. But hallelujah, we know healing is. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Definitely. Hallelujah. Life is ours. Eternal life is ours. Salvation is ours. Hallelujah. Start, start there. Start speaking that. Hallelujah. And you're on your way. So we love you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you next week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.